Hey, Laura Ann Lynn, you're listening to Radio Brendo Man. To another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we've got Cheryl here from Movies Made Me Cheryl. I am Cheryl Jones. From, and you might have remiss, remembered from last year, Ballet Podfest, and now yes. we're like buds. We yeah. are buds, I love and, that. And we've right. got our whole crew here. We have Andrew on scout duty that was helping scout out for guests, and then yeah. you kind of... Cheryl, we have a great coordinator where yeah. we always have one person in here to watch our stuff, yep. but then we can be more mobile than we were we last year. We go out and seek um, out the big We came name. so close to getting Bill Hader on the show. We came close. We tried. We, we gave it Bill a Bill got to effort. shake his hand twice. Did yeah. you? Twice? I, I, I peed two urinals down from him. <laughs> Um, like it was, and I can confirm Bill Hader washes his hands in the restroom. Bill Hader is a clean man. So it's a good thing. He's a good guy. He was very nice, but very much ready to go home. Yes. Yeah. Right off the bat, thanks to Cheryl, we got Graham Elwood, so that was great. Well, he owed me from last year because he said he would come on last year on my show, and he was so busy and it just didn't happen. And I felt bad because we got him and you didn't. Yeah, it was that, but but he said he has felt bad about it for a year. (laughs) I don't really believe him, but he keeps saying it. So, uh, uh, I appreciate the the idea, and yeah, I, that's why I went to I went to an event last week that he was talking at. All three of the guys who run the festival were talking, so I could put my face in front of their eyes, and then mm-hmm. it, it worked. So I talked to them there, and then here, boom, we got it. But man, we've met so many cool people here in the podcast lounge, other yeah, podcasters, yeah. yeah, and we got some guests. We already got guests lined up for tomorrow. Yep, um, and then we got our hopefuls for tomorrow. Our big hopefuls, I already said, right, so you'll you'll get to find out if this comes true. <laughs> My hopefuls for tomorrow are, um, want to try and get Matt Besser. TJ Miller is going to be here tomorrow. Yes, yes. We got Will Wheaton tomorrow. Gosh, yes. We'll see that. And then Hal Lublin, perhaps, he mm-hmm. said he's going to be here. Um, Will Wheaton was here today and we missed him. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was, uh, tomorrow, I'm hoping, because again, we've got our scouts out on the floor. We got Elisa. Yep. Are we closing down here? Or? No, we got time. We got oh, Elisa. They can't close yeah. us out of here. We got Elisa and Joe <laughs> that have been helping us out. Yep. And we're going to have, um, I don't know if Elisa wants to be on the show, but maybe we'll try and drag her in. Because um, oh, yeah. she, I've known Elisa for a long we gotta, time. We can talk I'm sure to her. she's got some good stories. She was at the first um, live Bagged and Boarded at Smod Castle. That's right. I want to wow. hear what that was like from an audience perspective. And then Joe, who has his podcast, the podcast Macabre. Right. And uh, Cheryl, you've been doing your movies, making yeah. stuff. How's that been going for you? It's been going great. I just released episode forty-one this week, so yeah. So this is a year later. A, yeah, it's like a year and a half I've been doing the show. Yeah, and and that's what I was reflecting on the other day as I came in here last year. I didn't know a single soul at this festival. We were I didn't know right what it there was. in that yes, corner. You guys walked in just after me. We both were startled by what the podcast lab was, right. the conference room. Now we yeah, know. Just but all this of a year, around a table. this year I'm here. You guys are here. We've been like. 
collaborating on things that whole We've year. We've all got new gear. Joe and Elisa are like listeners of mine and friends, yeah. and I got to meet them for the first time, and it's super awesome. Yeah, we have all got different gear. We're all upgraded. I got my nice school district issued laptop that's nice. way nicer than my Dell that was falling it's apart. Very, right. It's very nice. I got it's my Super lovely. Mario Brothers stickers. And, that's good stuff. But, and you've yeah. gotten like, what, four interviews already today? Yeah, four. Yeah. Who, who all have you talked to? Uh, some people. Uh, oh, there was secret. Grant. No, secret? no, no, oh, okay. it's not secret at all. I just my list is down. Oh, the other oh I'm the putting you on the spot so here. Yeah, you, I was, you, well, one was yeah. Graham Elwood. Right. The last was a a guy who works with uh, the Adam Carolla show and a couple of other podcasts. Kind of a behind the scenes guy. Uh, he'd had a bit to drink, but it's still very entertaining. <laughs> That's good. That's uh, good. It is the podcast festival, and it was midnight. So as it is after midnight now, but right. uh, yeah, and. And a couple other and people. some other good ones. <laughs> Plus one. <laughs> it's late, and it's we've been at this for quite a few hours already. Even yes, though it doesn't feel like it. So I'm just thankful it doesn't start till noon tomorrow. Oh gosh, I love too. the schedule. It's Me great. Too. Yeah, and I love that. On Monday, I don't have to. I'm not, I'm not working. I have jury duty, but it doesn't start right. until ten. So sure. our perfect. listeners don't know yet. Oh, you got to yeah. tell them. Oh yeah, this is the crazy thing. So last week on the show, we were talking about how I was reporting for jury duty on Tuesday. Go to jury on duty on Tuesday, and then they're like, "Well, you don't. You 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 can come back. You can leave, and then come back later this afternoon because we have a pretty big thing coming up." And I'm like, "I don't know what that means." Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. So I go home. I get, went to Clarkie's. Um, had a nice little chill day. <laughs> then I go back to court, and then I find out that this is a murder trial, oh, and they have two days worth of jury selection. Yeah. And so I, the first time I'd ever been called back a second day. Yes. So right away, they have a big first cut where they're like, anybody that can claim a financial hardship, and I was like, can I claim a financial hardship because I have tickets to Disneyland <laughs> Mickey's party and I might be late to it next week? And the yeah, guy's like, fly. I'm talking plane tickets. But you people. actually asked him yes. that? I, well, he said, somebody asked I have a, tickets to a concert or like something. Okay. He's like, no, I'm talking yeah, no. travel, plane, they plans. They won't take anything. And I've seen people try everything to get out. And of then TV. he even said that if you go out during this round, we're going to call you back in four weeks. So I'm like, I might as well just wow. try and get this yeah. Yeah. So, so then I get to come back the next day, and I don't have to come in till 10:30. So it's great. I sleep in, yeah. and then. We go through the whole jury. It's like it's like the draft. It's like right. they go through, they get their picks, and then somebody gets dismissed, and then a right. new person gets called in. Yep. Then the judge asks some questions, prosecution asks some questions, yep. defendant, defense attorney asks some questions. So then I'm like, I'm not, I don't think I'm getting on this. They had their 12. Then one lady straight up is like, I will not be objective. And they're like, you're gone. And then so then That's the, the secret right there. Oh, yeah. Instant <laughs> dismissal. Yep. Just say, I will not be objective. And here's why. Um, so then next name called Brendan of Creasy. Course. Boom. And I'm juror number 12. Oh, well, and, yeah. Uh, and, and I had joked about it on the show. Joked, what if you got on a murder about, trial? Like, getting on a murder trial. And then we we're like, what if I get sequestered? Then like Andrew was right. going to fill in for me here. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, it's like, wow. what are we going to do? And I'm, and then sure, but luckily no sequestration is happening. But I am a juror on a murder trial. See, I, I end up on juries often, but I have only ever been on civil cases. Yeah. Thankfully, well, I've never normally, been. The one time I was up for a criminal one, I was up, you know, they were questioning everybody, and thankfully, it involved a police officer, oh, and my yeah. aunt was married to a police officer, so go. I said that, and I was out. I said, huh. yes! Yeah. For once, I had a legitimate Because I, I in, in Orange County, at like, Full, in, in, in where Fullerton, or wherever it was, no. Yeah, wherever. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, they the only trial like I'd gotten in like I gotten on the jury selection for like civil stuff and then one time a DUI. But we were even saying we're like, okay, San Bernardino, there's a lot of murders. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> probably what it's be. Yeah. I, I'm, I wouldn't want to. I just. I don't want to be shown pictures. Well, that's, no, that's what I'm afraid. That, I'm yeah, a little I freaked out not, about that. I will not be able um, to get that out of my that, head. Ever. That's a thing. And then also, like as we said, like his a, a life is in yes. somebody's yes. life. Yes. Is life is like, in your hands, dude. Like, so I can't give details about the case now, but I will once it's over. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I'm, I think it's, but it's also like, it's really interesting and like, and then I found out like right off the bat, so like the judge is like, thank you for being, because I guess right at the bat, 50% of people don't respond to jury summons. Yeah. 50%. Oh, I'm amazed like, there's supposed to be like, penalties. And well, yeah, then he said, yeah. so then he said, so then somebody asked, so I guess what they do is they take a random sampling of the 50% that don't respond. Those people get in-person served. Okay. And then if you don't respond to that, you can go to jail. And it's random. So it's, the idea is to kind of create this, like, right. deterrent to not... But I don't think it's working out no, so well. No, because I've known oh. people who I have just ignore people. it when they... Yeah, yeah and they've crazy. always ignored them and but, nothing's but ever happened. But he even said, he's like, we have a certain type of people that actually... And it's like, people... It tends to be people in public service... Yeah. There were a ton of nurses, librarians, teachers, yeah. and it tends to just be like a, I don't. He didn't want to say more intelligent, but he's pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Like it runs because just well, you have to you have to be a person who has a sense of civic some duty. sort of civic right. duty yeah, that and, I need to do what yeah. I'm supposed and to do for my yeah. Fellow men, and also right? like I just also think like I'm like. At the very least, like this is going to be a good story. Like, oh, yeah. the time, <laughs> I have I, a podcast. Like, this will be and great. And then, like twenty years from now, I can be like, did I tell you about the time I was a juror on a murder trial? Like, right? Yeah. Like that's crazy. <laughs> so I've so gone funny. like I've gotten called many times, and I've never even gotten to the point where they're asking me a question. Wow. Usually, usually I'm either dismissed out of the waiting room, or right. one time I actually got into the courtroom and they picked jury before yeah. I even got asked. Yeah. So it's not like I was rejected. I just have never gotten. That and this far. one, I was convinced I was going to get picked because they had a huge. They were like at over a hundred, and it was like a hundred fifty because they had two separate like sessions. That's why I got to go home early one of these because then they interviewed a whole nother giant group of people. And out of that, I somehow beat the odds. All those people. Aren't you the lucky one? So that's happening, guys. (laughs) So we are. I'm now convinced that this podcast. Because then also. Thursday, we were talking about how Monty Python people are getting old and we're getting worried about them. And then Terry Jones diagnosed with dementia. That came out today. Horrible. And so we are officially just cursing people. Yeah, we need to stop talking about bad stuff. Don't say anything about me. We killed the Big Lebowski because we had talked about because he had that (laughs) look-alike that was also in Coen Brothers' movie. Who was a Hudsucker proxy. And he's dead. So we were like, and then was we, that John Polito and well, and John Polito did both, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but there was, but so we had, a, and we're like, which one's dead? Is it him? And then a week later, we get all these posts on Radio Benjamin. Big Lebowski did. They're like, you yeah. did this. Yeah, we yeah. can't no, talk about. Not bad to mention, stuff. as soon as we you started talking about, no more. No Last people. year, I actually went back. We started talking about Marmaduke, and like a month yep. later, Brad, Brad Anderson died. Because well, then we felt really <laughs> bad because we were saying, you know, we were just making we fun were of it because we were And then we're like, oh, so that's when we started developing our greater theories about Mar- old restless. Right now, is yelling. He's like, even at the pod fest, they're talking about Marmaduke. I can hear him right now. I just give in to the marm. Now. It's good stuff. Um, see, I'm trying to be loud because maybe it'll draw people. Yeah, but hey, yeah. what's going on in there? I want to 
want to be um, a part of that party. Because I feel like that's happened before. I don't see anybody There's, in the Everybody's right gone. Yeah. They're at some crazy... They're, they're at some secret after party that Probably. we don't know they definitely about. Probably are not invited not cool to. Enough to Fancy go. after party Us going on. in our on. t-shirts. In our <laughs> t-shirts and... But Whatever. I don't if know. I, it's, it's if I do get to the point where I'm getting invited to after parties, I'm still wearing t-shirts. Oh yeah. They can oh, forget yeah. it. Oh absolutely. Like that's that's not happening. Our judge. Our judge. Our judge. Somebody asked like dress, and he's like, "You can wear t-shirts, just no shorts." So I'm like, "I'm never wearing a collared shirt in court in this courtroom again." Yeah, well, absolutely. Because <laughs> no. I wear collared. I wear collared shirts, and then as soon as he said that, the next day I'm like, "Well, I'm wearing a t-shirt." Yeah. So I'm Wait, wearing like graphic tees. Yeah. What if you have like a. I mean, something that's going to cause them to be well, distracted. Not a, not a rude shirt or not a... Well, I don't know. have any rude shirt. But I mean, like, I don't know. I hate murders. I, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that would be a legit shirt, right? But Killing is know, never justified. But maybe you would get... Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Go it's for like it. the 30 Rock where she, like, her whole outfit that she wore. Because yeah. like, she's like, like I'm Princess a, Leia. She's like, yeah, Princess Leia. Leia. She's like yeah. I'm actually a Jedi. So like, <laughs> like, her whole little get out of yeah, jury thing. Yeah. Oh, I could try that with being a, a Dudist minister. Yeah, you're a Dudist right. It's too, that's too much work. It's against my religion, man. Yeah. Being very undude. <laughs> Crying. It might work. I've it got could. the card to you prove You can prove it. it. Yeah. Oh, I might try that next So, time. Phil, how are you feeling so far about PodFest? It's been awesome. I'm kind of tired, i got to yeah, admit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is yeah. like coming in up to, on 1 o'clock in the morning right now. we got now. a big day tomorrow. Yeah. I got, yeah, I got we to... We only did this for four hours. Oh, five, five, six. We got here at got 7. We got here a little before 7. But we've been in this room since 7. Yeah. yeah. It's all, I got but here tomorrow, like 30 or tomorrow, noon to 1, we're doing it. Yeah. Not not noon to one p.m. Noon, noon to one, to 1 a.m. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. we are. I feel like we need to go shopping. Shopping. For oh, like snacks. Yeah, yeah we'll please see. do because I won't have any time. They said they're going to have food so up, up here, but I haven't snacks. seen that. There's nothing in this. Last year we had at yeah, least water. candy up here. Yeah, they said there were going to be food. I don't see any of that. Maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow, maybe yes. But you know it's going to be super expensive hotel food. Oh yeah, I won't be. Well, there's like some cheap stuff around the corner here, but we cannot leave this. I know that's the thing. Last year I was like, there's food out there. I know there's food down the street, and I can't have it because I don't dare leave. Because if I do, that's when something. Here's what we should do. We should. Get a little bit early, then we can have a power meal, and then we'll be good. Well, yeah, we definitely need to eat on the way to here. But yeah, but we gotta have something. To, like I've got some power bars. I got like protein bars. And stuff we do have these weird energy drinks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, what if by Sunday we're all like having some kind of like toxic reaction? <laughs> also, they do look like nuclear waste when you pour them. I out. feel like it's named poorly because yes. it's called Aria. A R Y A. I don't know Aria. I are you? I are. Are you? But if are I you? hold it like this, and you can imagine what the last letter is, it looks like it's spelled Aryan. I'm drinking an Aryan. So when Brendan was drinking, I'm like, "What are you drinking? What the hell? Are it's you? an Aryan beverage." A drink for white supremacy. Yeah, I just think about Arya Stark. We're probably not that far like Game from of Thrones. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I would. I would have done it a little different somehow. <laughs> is this Trump soda? It's Trump soda. Yeah. Yes, it, it is. It is yellow. Yep. It's that kind of yellow orange. The, yeah. the color inside might be. Yep. It's huge. Mm. I think it's it's probably some plot that turns us into Trump voters. Oh, Last man. year I had reader mails to read. I don't think we've gotten any since. Let me just check. Seems got mail. I don't know. Well, anyway, it's been going really well. We've yes. met a lot of really cool people already. Yes. Um, and you'll be hearing, after this introduction, you'll be hearing a lot of our interviews uh, with various people. Again, we were so I'm close to Bill I'm going to try to do better transitions this year because my transitions <laughs> last year were a little goofy. What did you do? I don't remember. I made them up. Yeah. I cut up little 
bits. Of, I found some like stock ones, and then I also cut up pieces of valet songs. Maybe I'll just reuse those because I still have them in a folder. Like the valet's bits? Yeah, just like little That's tiny good. bits. And then just some stock ones that I found. They were like, phew. Like, just goofy little. <laughs> I like, I went on Creative Commons and looked up transition sounds. Yeah. Let's just make our own right now. Boo. <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay. See, there you go. There's one. I don't even. <laughs> we'll just have Cheryl laugh in, in, the, in between one of them. That's great. Bing bong. Boop. You missed up mine. Oh, sorry. Okay, you do bing bong. Bing bong. That's not good. Bing bong. That's not good. That's what it should say in the middle. <laughs> and now I feel like now we're getting into ringtone territory. Yeah. Why not? You need to get you need to get Aaron Brodkin in here from what the can... pod F Bang Bang. He's got his whole theme song that he's doing. So I think we're gonna have him on the you. show just so I can oh, yeah. take him to task for the Marin incident. Yes, you need to do that. Absolutely. I think he'll enjoy it. He will enjoy it. Because I did it to weird. him. I'm like, no, I'm gonna tell this guy. I'm gonna tell him because he did. He almost gave me a panic attack. I did. He did. I was having a panic I've attack. Got the text I knew though. I knew it was going to turn out okay. I, I like I said, I made eye contact Man with came so close I knew we were okay. I knew he was going to talk to me because Graham I, came I in here to try and save to get him. We're like, no, no, right? Like, <laughs> but <laughs> no, see, we, we didn't know your power at that time. Well, yet. now I mean, you do. Now the you Cheryl, know my like, because <laughs> you you kept Greg Proops in the room for us. Because I think no. if it was just us again, that's why I was saying I would. I, I almost wonder if you would talk to Bill Hader because you have this like. Oh, you should just come talk to us. And they're like, disarm. Yes, well, you're also, like a Jedi. I'm, a girl. I'm not like a, I don't have the power that like a cute little young like girl has. Like the porn has, star over here? Yes, yes, that was here. No earlier. offense yes. to the porn star. No, no, you have to, you have to make money. But, uh, but I am still female and that kind of tends to feel, that feels a little less threatening, I think, yeah, to people. I, oh, yeah. Because I, I, I think about that all the time with my show. Like, I've had all kinds of people just have me come over to their house to record, like, famous people, and yeah. I don't think that they would do that if I was. Well, no one has invited us over to their house. Like, yeah, they so, feel safe because well, I'm a, I'm so a girl. We are going to have this Australian comedian on tomorrow named Alice, and she's really cool. I think Phil... Phil, I know how much Phil loves accents, so I'm sure you were just like, just keep talking. I, talk seriously, read the phone book. Well, I love I was, accents. I was already thinking, yeah, I want to get her on my show because she has an accent oh, and people would like to listen to yeah. that. Yeah. She also made me cry like oh, yeah. instantly because she, really? I mean, she talks about very serious things on her show uh, over tea. Like, I guess... She's a comedian, but she talks about it, and she's she made Phil there. cry like instantly. Wow. She, I want to ask her. I want to ask her to tell it if, if we get a chance to tell just briefly. But she had a, a guy that was a listener of the show that was having a surgery where he was getting his vocal cords cut out. Wow! For some complication of another thing, and she actually like interviewed him on her show. Hours before he had his final words, and he said, "The only words I'm going to say after this are I love you' to my daughter." And And I started like crying, like she's just telling us this at the table. God, so I mean, I can only imagine her show. It's going to be good to have her on. She she just seems really cool. Yeah, we talked to a lot of cool people. That's what's always exciting about Podfest. It just there is like we are a community of mostly nerds, and we all are kind of similar, and we all have the need to talk about our. Everything in front of a microphone and put it out there. <laughs> I know. I don't even know how that happened to me. I didn't. I didn't used to want to talk at all, and now I can't wait to talk yeah. about everything. And once you get the bug, yeah, you do it. it's amazing. It really is. And I, this story worthy lady, I, I made her feel good because I'm like, I still have your bookmark from last year because I do. It's in my, yeah, which is a good plug for making bookmarks. Yeah, yeah it is. 
I like that idea. It's clever. I've yeah. tried to think of something that kind of goes with movies, like even a giveaway or something for yeah. the future. I can't, I can't figure it out, but you know, popcorn bucket. I've seen those. I've thought about that. I but, have one. Yeah, like a movies made me thing. Yeah, it would be. I don't that know. Would be co- I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I'm still working on it. I'm looking at Zazzle all the time, seeing what's movie-ish. So Zazzle, yeah. still a thing. Yeah. We that have we awesome. have a this shirt came from Zazzle. Well, I feel like Zazzle is like Cafe Press but better. Oh yes, it is exactly. My, I have a water bottle down there. Looking, it looks pretty awesome. That's from Zazzle. It's Zazzly. My watch is from Zazzle. <laughs> I've, so got, cool. I've got movies made me everything. I'm the only one who has them. So but. when you're not doing like a live event, do you wear just? Is that all you wear all the time? Is just movies well, I wear made me? I wear the watch all the time, okay. and I use the water. Well, I only use the water bottle when I go and record with someone. Usually, or I do. Okay. And the shirts are only for only events, for events because it's just weird other way. <laughs> well, but if I go to an event that's not like a podcast festival or a Comic Con, but it's something that like a movie, yeah. a special movie sure, screening, sure. I'll wear it there because I just want to. Well, people read it all the time. I walk past them and I see them looking at it. I'm like, well, it's working. You never know. You never know. You never know. So you're getting ready to go out to that crazy thing happening out in Coachella. Yes, desert trip. Who's on that bill? I just want to, I just want to say I am this broke bill, and I had no it, business spending the amount of bill, money I spent on that. But, but this I can't bill play. is insane. Yes, yeah, so the first the, the first night it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The first night is Bob Dylan and the Rolling Stones. I've never that, seen the Stones. I've never seen the. That's, that's crazy. Yes, already alone. That's it. The second night is uh, Neil Young, who I did see at the concert for Walden Woods back in the nineties, mm. and he was amazing. Not somebody I would have paid to see but I was like wow you really surprised me what is this called and the desert trip desert trip and Paul McCartney that would, that would be my third time to see McCartney and it is he is spectacular oh, in concert I can imagine and then the final night this is the one that's like this was the century the who who I have never seen and very much want to and my very favorite musician of all time Roger Waters this will be my tenth time to wow. see Roger, of course, is from Pink Floyd, so. Right, right. That is, that is like, cause that, I feel like just seeing one of these guys, you're gonna spend like hundreds well, of dollars. Well, that's how I justify that. What would it cost for a floor seat? Cause this is a floor seat, even though it's like 60 some odd rows back. Right. But it's technically floor. But what would it cost for a floor seat to see each of these shows? And it yeah. kind of comes out the same. <laughs> it's not much of a savings, really, but, you know, but. Now, are they going to yeah. perform together at all? Is there any like, crossover? You know that's happening. Yeah, I should I mean, imagine, it has to but, happen. You but, know, can you, what's going to happen when Bob Dylan, when like the Rolling Stones, like Mick Jagger and Bob Dylan, that's going to be, yeah. fr- well, people like, are going to lose their mind. At the concert for Walden Woods, because that was, that was Neil Young, John Fogarty, um, Don oh Henley, who put it together. Ah, so you've seen some and stuff. And Roger Waters at that, and, and Roger Waters did Comfortably Numb, and Don Henley came out and sang the David Gilmore part. That's cool. That was spectacular. Yeah. No, that was a great. I was just thinking about that today for some reason. All the different venues and what shows I've seen at each one. And like, I have seen amazing people. I'm very lucky. We're very lucky to live. Yeah, we are very lucky to live where we live. Because everybody comes through LA. 
uh, yeah, I've seen amazing shows. I just can't believe you're going to see. I'm like jealous. Of I would want to go Owens and Bob Dylan in one night. But like, think that's about the amount of money. No. I just saw it because I just got my, it, it's not, you don't just get a ticket. You get a box. <laughs> I saw your, it, like, yes, your view master. And it had a lanyard. Yep. And you have a little wristband. You have to register. Yes, and it had How like a view master with two reels of pictures. But and you're still so going cool. through this. You're, you're broke, but you're happy. It's already I on guess the that's... credit card. And the only thing i got to put on it now is the hotel room, which is the only reason I the, I talked myself out of it because when it was just the one weekend, the the Motel Six in India was charging more than two hundred dollars oh, yeah. a night. Oh my god! But they announced the second weekend ten minutes before tickets went on sale, and I heard about it through the sound, and I was like, "Well, I've got to try." So I went to the Motel Six, got it at regular prices, sixty some odd a night. There you go. And then I was like, "Well, okay," but then. I went to get the tickets, and it, I was in line, you know, virtual line for like clo- probably an hour, and so the the GA tickets that I wanted to get were sold out, and so I, oh, I remember it. you there like, was like live, a, right. yeah, tweeting this. Right. There was like a, a VIP GA, but then just for a little more, you actually got a seat, and you know, I'm middle aged, yeah, I want you don't a want seat, to be right. so because I've stood out there, and like at yeah. least it's gonna not be super hot. Hopefully, Hopefully not. Yeah, but you never know out there. Only, it start. You can get in at like two thirty, but the concerts don't start to like six. Yeah. So that's not. I would never go to Coachella because it's all I went day to, and I yeah. don't want to see all I the I went bands. to Coachella. The last time I went was in two thousand three, and I thought I was going to die. Like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. yes, I got to see the Pixies and the Cure and Radiohead and yeah. Flaming Lips and Air and Bell and Sebastian and all these amazing bands, but I also. Thought I was gonna die. Yeah, well, like, Roger Waters played Coachella, and so did Paul McCartney, and both of those. I really thought about it, but yeah. I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm just not, not young enough it. to do that. I nope. can't deal <laughs> with that. That's on your Murtaugh list for sure. Yeah, I <laughs> definitely can't. on mine. That's exactly right. I, yeah, I can't. But this, I thought, okay, I've got a seat. It's just in the evenings. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure room. out what time you get there. You have to camp there, in a tent. So there's right. two weekends. Are they the same lineup on two yes, weekends? Yes, the same okay. lineup. It's just like Coachella. They're Man, I would go just to see Paul McCartney do Live and Let Die. It, when he does that, I saw him at Dodger Stadium and I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl. When he does that, there are flames and everything. Oh my it's gosh. perfect. I love that and song. And he sounds so Bond good fanatic. still. Uh, yeah, and no, his voice is still amazing. So it's oh, it still is. Like, yeah, his yeah, shows yeah, yeah, yeah. are fantastic. And then he sings all these huh. Beatles songs, and then you sing along, and they're like these really awesome moments. And well, that was like everyone should for see me, him before he croaks. For me, you know, this summer that was seeing. Wait, Brian. we can't talk about that on our oh, show. Oh my god, it's was, me look, though. Oh, Does no. that count? Oh, it's you. I don't know. We didn't say, oh, but god. it's through oh, our no. show. No. We didn't say. I don't want to be the one responsible for Paul. If it happens, we all know. Well, that was like I know how that because like this summer I was still so after Desert Trip. I was so. <laughs> still so bummed you didn't go so we couldn't oh, share wow. but seeing Brian Wilson this summer that was yeah, that yeah, for me because cool. I was like because he doing pet sounds and then he also did all the songs yeah. like everything well you probably like, oh. had the same like because and I've seen Ringo as well Ringo's show I don't really recommend <laughs> but you know but with Paul especially you sit there and you just go that's a beetle yeah I have seen a beetle <laughs> like, yeah this is, and I imagine it's the yeah. same. Oh, yeah. That's a beach boy. Well, it's also Brian Wilson. Yes. Yes. Real, right. Right. Brian, he's the beach boy. And yes. he, like, made all this. And, like, he, the Beatles even said, like, like he's, like, Pet Sounds is the reason why Sgt. Peppers exists. Yes. Like, yeah. And, and, like, and then if, if, and then who knows, I still, I dry, I talk about this a lot on Radio Brenner Man, but, like, <laughs> if, uh, I can't even think about it. Like, just, like, <laughs> uh, I can tell you're frustrated. 
Yeah. yeah. No, no. Well, I'm just like, going to say Beatle-related. When I was living in England, at Christmas time, a friend of mine came and spent Christmas, like Christmas week with me. And I got, we were in, Le- in London the whole time, but I got a deal, like a hotel deal, an overnight in Liverpool for like 19 pounds. So we went to Liverpool. Christmas Eve, we did the Fab Four taxi tour in Liverpool. And I just have to say... Go to Liverpool, do it. It's amazing. Once like you've everything. gone there and you've seen, it was a three-hour tour. So we saw, we saw Strawberry Fields. We went to Abbey Lane. We did, you know, we did huh. all that. We saw where they were born and where they grew up, and every stinking Beatles. Did you go thing. to the club, like the that first club, or is it even still there? The, we went to the Casbah Coffee okay. Club, which is where they played before the oh, Cavern wow. Club, right when they first came back from from. Germany, which I didn't even know what it was, but we're, it was an add-on. So we get there, we're expecting like a little coffee shop, right? It's we pull up to this big house in a residential zone, and we're like, "Are we about to be killed? What's going on?" And there was the sign on the door. So we go in, and it's in the basement. Huh. It's the basement of Pete Best's mother's house. Oh my his, God. his brother Rogue gives us the tour. So it's us and our tour guide and and no Rogue. Way. And I was like, this is... And I didn't even think to take a picture with him, duh. But <laughs> it was really awesome. Like, we're That's like, so cool. Who comes in here anyway? This is amazing that we got to see this and see all these walls that were painted by Paul and John. And right. It, yeah. Oh, man. Although I almost... They had some t-shirts and I was going to get one for my friend's son and I almost asked... Where's the Ringo shirt? And then suddenly realized whose house I was in, and that would be a really, really big faux pas. The guy who he <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh god, thank God I didn't ask that. That would not have gone well. We, so I we got actually the had a shirt. cool experience. What's the producer's name? Roger Martin or uh, yeah, George? Uh, uh, George Martin. George Martin. Martin. Yeah, he was a guest on the Roseanne show. That we were at because right. I, wow. I remember telling cool. Phil, I'm like, that's George freaking Martin. And Phil's like, who? And I was like, George Martin. George it is Martin. The Beatles albums. And like, so then he's like, oh wow. And that we got to see it. He passed away just recently. Yeah, yeah. But it did. was cool. We did get to see it. We were guests on Roseanne's talk show and she wow. somehow got him. We were in the some, audience. We, we were in the audience. audience. I was going to say, yeah. you just said yeah. guests. Yeah. I was yeah. going like, to We were in the audience. Yeah, we, we, we and Rose that was our way back. We were our spring break. Paid audience gig. Oh, yeah. yeah, we did the, we I did a little to, I used call. to do that in, uh, in high school. They would take our whole drama class. I got on camera twice in the audience of the Merv Griffin Was show. it you nice. that asked, got to ask a question or Matt? <laughs> well, oh. we both asked a question, but Matt's actually got to air. Mine got cut. Oh. So, so we, but I, I've been looking and that show is not on anything, no. not even on YouTube. Yeah. I figured maybe somebody uploaded something. Cause I'm like, how great would it be to see 18 year old me? Cause we're all yeah. there. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, when I had this like bright yellow and blue shirt I wore to every TV taping right. so I could always pick myself out. <laughs> Smart. And, you That's know, good thinking. I'm like, I called it my TV Are shirt. Are you in yeah. Man in the Moon? We were just, I was just talking oh, about this with Derek. I love that Cause they were in the rest, we were in the wrestling scene. Oh, okay. I, you know, I haven't looked at yeah, it, it with the Olympic, good enough right? TV yet. We need to, yeah. They filmed because it the I'm wearing my shirt, so it's but possible. Friend, I'm pretty sure you could see Jeb, because Jeb was like full-on redneck, big cowboy hat, yeah. like this yeah. real goofy. That was fun. Uh, that's a good movie. Yeah, you got, to see, you got to see like Jim Carrey and Jerry Lawler yeah. like wrestling and stuff. Now, and I went to high school with Shannon Lawler, who is Jerry Lawler's nephew. Mm-hmm. Really? Which I thought was really cool, because that's when I was in the wrestling and everything. Like, that's amazing. Wow. So... Yeah. That's, that's cool. cool. That's but, and, and I remember with Andy Kaufman, my whole family, we were Andy Kaufman fans. 
until the wrestling thing happened. And that's the point at which he went beyond. And we were like, what? As, he's insane. Like, it, it seemed real. We, yeah. we lost oh, yeah. him at that right. point. We were with him up till then. That was one of the things that got me into wrestling. Yeah. Was, um, I remember watching, I think the Letterman. Was it Letterman? When they when yeah, when he punched was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah we I remember watching that with my dad like I think yeah. he recorded it or something and he showed it to me and then he's like yeah these guys because he I, he noticed I had an affinity for wrestling yeah and so he showed and I remember watching that like he had it on tape. And then watching, I remember watching my breakfast with Blassie at a yeah. very young age. Yes. Because I was a big, I was like terrified of Freddie Blassie. And my dad's like, it's oh, yeah. not so bad, watch this. And um, yeah, uh, I, I just, I love Andy Kaufman and I yes. love that movie. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah, so that's really cool. That, I mean, that's cool. It's a very cool connection. Yeah. I'm, did you ever get to go, were they still running shows in the Olympic Auditorium? No, they were doing the call the sports arena. Yeah, by it was then. the LA sports arena. Because I guess yeah. by the eighties, the the Olympic was pretty much just used for movies. Yeah, like Rocky and yeah. I watched the week because Man on the Moon, and then I went to I was an extra on the X Files there. They filmed some wrestling scenes in there. Yeah. Kathy Griffin and Randall Tex Cobb, that doppelganger episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's that's when I realized how crazy movie making was because they there was two. 13 hour 14 hour days and I swear that wrestling scenes are like maybe two minutes of the show yeah yeah yeah. that's how it goes it takes a lot that's when I'm like maybe this isn't my thing (laughs) yeah because especially like that's when I realized how much a PA job like sucks because especially especially the PAs the PAs that were in charge of like babysitting the extras like yeah. this has to be like the worst job thankfully like, I never had to do that one but not anything big anyway but like yeah extras but wrangling and yeah. just people wrangling yeah. and dealing with all the like stuff on a set yeah, it's not things. a it's it's a thing you have to be really really passionate about being in the film but that's industry. where everybody starts yeah well I mean that's you if you if you aren't a million percent dedicated to it you should yeah. not be doing that because you will not put up with the yeah, crap right. that you well, need it's to put like, with it's like a lot of good IT jobs this, the, 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 the entry point the PA version of that is working the shitty phone support tech support well, right. hell I that I that. but I wouldn't have the job I do now if I hadn't done that for five right. years right. everybody yeah. can, you have to start off like, and it shows it's almost just like can you deal with this bullcrap? Right. And if you can, then you're going to be able to do this other stuff, no problem. Right, yeah. And I think it is. It's like weeding out the, like, are you really serious about this? Yeah. And I think a lot of jobs have it. Like teaching, you have to student teach. You have to say, lots of people yeah. start off as subs. And, and yeah. it's like, if you can do that. If you can sub, you can do anything. Yeah, Forget absolutely. teaching. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> hey, but we should probably wrap it up here because yeah. they're going to kick us they out keep, soon. They're going to kick keep, us they out. Keep, they're looking at us. All right, well, we're wrapping this up. I gotta. I have to turn my computer back on. Oh, good, it's still recording. It's a big thirty-minute intro right there. It's good. Nice. All right, well, um, tune in for the rest of the show. Lots of guests. It's gonna lots be awesome. Of stuff. Super excited. Make sure you check out Movies Made Me with Please. Cheryl Jones. MMMPodcast.com. Uh, yes. You got your you. .com. I, well, yes, I paid for the, so I could take the WordPress out. Yeah. So, nice. yes. yes. Good. Yes. Well, congratulations. Thank you. It. You also got an awesome 
Fiverr voiceover. I did, yes. Fiverr is amazing. I have only just discovered this fact, yes. Didn't we get a Fiverr Brendan Man All-Stars logo or something similar? No, that was just a dude I met on the internet. There you go. But I also have, I just have to, I also have awesome theme music now from my cousin, Jeremiah Jacobs. Yeah, I really like it. The Heartbreak Time Machine. They're really good. Please go and buy his music because he needs money. Just like I do, so. All right, well, we'll, we'll catch up with you later. There might be some interstitials. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Wild West. Wild, wild West. Oh, I thought we were recording just now. What are you doing? All right, so we are here with Graham Elwood, and we were just talking about, you were talking about Satchel and how they are, it's a local, it's a location-based podcast application. It's such a cool, so I met Satchel, the people from Satchel, I was at uh, Podcast Movement in July. Okay. And we were, they, Podcast Movement invited us to screen. That's like that big, fancy convention that you pay a lot of money to go to. Well, yeah, it's like a tech conference. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's not. So it's like four podcasters. Right, local. it's it's podcasters, podcast Something producers. Something like to go to, but it's really expensive. Yeah, like, it's a big, it's a big event. There, and there needs, I wish there was like one year because we we're also in the music. We were really into music. They had this thing out here called DIY Con, and it was like for super indie. It cost like what ten bucks, ten bucks to get in. And we made so many connections and this stuff. There needs to be like a base, like a super indie level. Like I, don't, I feel like you guys are great, but it's also it's more for like people watching podcasts. Right. Yes. Ours is like a, ours yeah. is like a music festival. But at least festival. you have this because right. no, the is, the other guys that are having a show next month they don't have anything for podcasters. Do you know what they're doing? I, yeah, they're, they're hijacking so, our whole world. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you were telling us yeah, about this. Sorry, you got on a tangent there. It's all right, it's but all right. I understand. No, so Satchel, the, I, I met those guys at Podcast Movement, and when they told me what they were doing, I was like, "This is really cool." And there's nothing in podcasting like this. Yeah. So, so you can whatever city you're living in, like let's say Yucaipa, California, right. you could just say, what are the podcasts? And boom, your guys would come up, which is so cool. And then you can also, there's other ways you can search within it and stuff like that. But I was sort of so, no one has done that. No one has said, let's find something in my region. Because the, one of the things we've done here at, at PodFest is we we built a community. Totally. And, and, and it's people from literally all over the world. Yeah. So why not start in your community and build a little podcasting community there? Right. I mean, why not? Because you could. The thing about pod is we know podcasting can be about anything. Yep. I mean, what's the main business in UK? Stater Brothers. Stater Brothers. It is the where Stater. It's Brothers where Stater Brothers started. started. Hometown. <laughs> Someone could have a Stater Brothers podcast. One could. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Good deals on uh, those pumpkin spice dudes. <laughs> But no, I mean honestly, like yeah, you know we do talk sometimes like really local Yukaipa talk. Like to, we were complaining about the post office yeah. and stuff, and we're like, a lot of our listeners aren't going to care about any of this. You never but, know, though. Yeah, I guess it could. But if there's local people, like oh, they're talking about my town. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that's so amazing is it, it is local. It is just your neighbors, and yeah. then someone in you know Sweden. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. Like going, we, I got a road trip to Yukaipa. That's right. <laughs> I got to go to Stater Brothers. <laughs> At the pilgrimage, yeah, the pilgrimage. Place. Right. we had yeah. some listeners come visit because Phil has an orchard. And yeah. We talk about it on the show, so come some, get some people fruit. come come get fruit at the at the or at the. See, man, that's like you could do just on what it's like running an orchard. 
We've joked about it. I've done some like uh, April Fools, like Orchard Cast in the past. I will not. I kid you not. Orchard Cast. Well, that was oh, like God. we had a fun. We did a Kickstarter for this seven-inch record that we made, and if we hit a certain stretch goal, which we didn't hit, we were actually going to record our show in the orchard. Oh, that's but that amazing. didn't happen. But we'll get there. We'll get I think there. we'll get there. Yeah. So, Graham, how's everything going with you since last year? It's been great. You know, we... Um, we traveling kind of, around with earbuds? Traveling around with earbuds. We went to... We premiered at the San Francisco Documentary Festival, which nice. is a big doc awesome. fest in June. That was really cool. We saw it. Chris and I saw it, the finished version on the big screen. We were both like... Because we'd only been watching it on laptops and shit, you know, right. or like an editor's monitor. So to see it in a big, this really cool old theater, I think it's the Vista Theater... I can't. I can't remember. Anyway, this really cool old theater in San Francisco that's been there since like the twenties. So there's just a cool vibe. They and Docfest has been around for 15 years. So that was amazing. And, and then fans in the Bay Area got to see it. Super cool. Um, and then we've done a couple other like we screened it at, at Podcast Movement, and then we did a, a little, little small festival here in LA. Um, we're going to Romania next week. We're, wow. just, we're just screening it right actually right now down the hall for at Podfest. That room's full. Yeah, nice. Awesome. Which is great. And you know it's and then we're doing Napa Valley in November, and then we're putting it on sale middle of November. And then that can what's your website for that? So that'll be comedyfilmnerds.com. We will sell it. That'll be the only place you can buy it gotcha. at first. Right. And it'll go out eventually to Amazon yeah. and and Netflix and stuff like that. But if you want a digital copy. Comedyfilmers.com. We will have DVDs. Those might not be ready till December. And the DVDs will have bonus features. Cool. And then we'll also release bonus features as downloads as well for an extra whatever, three, four bucks. So it's, it's, um, it, you know, it's two and a half years from the start of when we did the Kickstarter. Actually, three years. The first footage we shot was at Podfest in 2013 nice. at the old hotel in Santa Monica. Um, like, there's an interview with Doug Benson there. And huh. so it's, um, it's, uh, it's been such a cool thing. And the podcast community made that movie. It was raised money by Kickstarter. Yeah. It's interviews with fans and podcasters. So it's just been. It's fantastic, and to see podcasting grow has been has been pretty cool. I mean, even the even the now here this festival, which a lot of people are coming up to me this week, going, "Man, what are they doing?" I wouldn't have chosen to put a festival thirty days after ours, right. but overall, it's a good thing because more festivals means more people talking, yeah, right, right, more medium, and they, you know, and, and companies putting in real money yeah. and and stuff like that. So we're so it's not just it's not a labor of love anymore. It's an actual it's a profession that we could all have. Yeah. So so that's a cool thing, you know, and I and I, um, you know, even just from a programming standpoint here at Podfest, like having. Like my favorite murder in the festival. That show's only been around like less than a year, I think. And they've just blown up. I heard about them because they were on Harmontown, and I was like, "This sounds amazing." It's a great podcast. I mean, it's it's two women talking about murders and stuff. You got it, my friend. Thank you. Um, And the lab, like, like this is this is about the podcast community. That's what we built here. This lab was like the greatest. Like last year, the highlight of my year was being here, talking to you, talking to Marin, talking to Todd Glass, getting to talk to these people. It's because for us, like we again, we live out in Yukaipa. We can get some Skype interviews with some people, but like being able to come here 
and do this is just so amazing. So thank you yeah. for that. And as long as you guys have this like community, you've got your own thing going. You know, to me that I think there's room to coexist there. So, I think so too. There's plenty of room. Know. There's plenty of room. There's plenty of room for everybody. I mean, there's a thousand film festivals in America. You know yeah. what I mean? So right, right. There's, there's, it stands to reason there should be a bunch of podcast festivals. We just like doing this one, and we're hoping to expand. And it's a crazy amount of work. Yeah. You know, and it's. You know, I'm, I'm not. I can't live off this money. <laughs> but you know, it's it's it's. We're finding more ways to make it profitable and still keeping it very accessible to everybody. I don't want to price people out. Yeah. I, you know, I, I I want I want people to be because I know a lot of people are coming from. Yeah, I've, I'm a member of the Facebook group, and I see people like I'm flying in from the UK or from wherever. I just met a couple people at the opening night party from you know Australia. The yeah, people from Australia. It's awesome. It's 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 fantastic. So we know that that it, it, it is about the community, like the the nighttime foam corner people, and it's it's just really cool. So um, I'm I'm happy to be a part of it. I do want to ask you one thing about Australia that I thought was awesome. You guys actually flew to Australia to be some of the first people to see Force Awakens. Oh God. So yeah, did you, like, when did you sleep in that whole? Oh, dude, it wasn't a lot of sleep. Happening. What was it like being in that audience? Like, it was one of the coolest things that. So we had kind of talked with Steel Saunders, who does this podcast, Steel Wars, and yeah. we joked about because he was like, "We're doing a midnight screening and just outside of Melbourne, and we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna do a Steel Wars, you know, episode right after at this pub at like three in the morning." And we joked like, man, that'll be right around the time of our 300th comedy film nerd episode. We gotta come out there. And we were trying to make it work and we couldn't. And we just kind of offhandedly said on an episode, hey, if anyone's got five grand, <laughs> you know, cause the tickets were super expensive. Right. Yeah. More than they normally are. Oh, yeah. Cause it was, you know, it's near Christmas. I mean, we're just like, we're like, cause we want to see Force Awakens 36 hours before everyone in the States. <laughs> A guy that lives in Iowa, Eric Cullen, Sent us the money. So awesome. And we got on a plane. We, we landed at like 10, 11 in the morning and slept for a couple hours. This is a, after a 15 hour plane ride. <laughs> this is like when I drove to New Jersey from Wisconsin, from Missouri <laughs> to meet Kevin Smith for the first time. Right. So I, I, I know that passion. It's, is, it's, but you did, it's extreme. It was man. insane. We slept for a couple hours, then did a TV interview, cause this local TV station, no, it was a national station. I, I, I think it was ABC, Australian Broadcasting Company was like, we gotta interview these two wingnut Americans. <laughs> and it was a blast. We're jet lagged, but we're super pumped. Then maybe we got a couple more hours of sleep. There was not a full night of sleep to be had. <laughs> and then, we took these shuttle buses to Steel Sauter set it all up out to this theater and it was so exciting. I mean, people in a full-fledged like seven-foot Chewbacca. I mean, people <laughs> in full outfits and, and comedy filmer fans out there going, oh my God, you guys made it. And we were, it was the... And then... Like I, I was chills. like following your tweets and I'm like, this is insane. It was the craziest thing and we were having so much fun. And then we recorded the episode in this pub that was packed. Were you worried that like the movie was going to be bad? <laughs> like, what would have happened if you? <laughs> I know. If you'd flown all the way there, I don't. Terrible. I wasn't. No, I mean, I honestly, worried. I was just like, it's going to be good enough, and I think it's it's yeah. 
we're all so pumped yeah. that it's just gonna oh, yeah. like, it was just gonna be especially no after the prequels like that was, I, that's why I always told people like it can't be, it can't be worse than the prequels right. so there's right. no, it's only up to go from there like I was just worried because this dude's like the biggest Star Wars fan purebred like I and we when we saw Episode One opening night I want this dude cried like he was so <laughs> it broke me man it's like dude it broke a lot of people I, know, I didn't want to have him I was worried I'm like is this gonna happen again like <laughs> but I'm no, like it can't could, they couldn't hurt me anymore so, so. but I just I think that's a really cool story, and I think it's awesome you guys get to do that. And our 300th episode is a spoiler wrap of Force Awakens that was recorded in a pub way ahead of. That's amazing. And then we release it, you know, and and because this guy Eric and a bunch of other fans, he's like, I just want to hear you guys talk about it before it comes out, and it was the coolest thing. We got to watch the movie before <laughs> everyone in America. It was it was one of the cooler. I mean, podcasting has done so many amazing things for me. Like that event, earbuds flying to Australia and Japan um, to film earbuds is amazing. This festival is it, it, just you know it, it's so much work and everyone's like stressed and blah blah. blah. And then we get here and I'm at the opening night party. I'm like, yeah, man, this is what it's all yeah. about. This is what it's all about. This is worth a year's worth of work. And it's it's it's. And the podcast crowd is such a good crowd. They're friendly, oh, they're supportive. Dude, yeah. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's cool. Out. Like we met Cheryl last year, and now she's like one of our buds. We brought her out to Palm Springs. No, oh. we had like a Comic Con Palm Springs. We put on a bunch of podcasting panels and stuff. We brought her out there. She came out to Ukaipa for me to be on her show. Well, I actually owe Cheryl. Yeah, and yeah we're gonna do. we're gonna hand you off to Cheryl. But thank you very much, yeah, thank, thank you guys. I'll see. Yeah. You, I'll see at you. Uh, yeah. You Kaipa Pod Podfest, definitely. Sweet, it's on. coming to all two coming shows. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're Good here in the podcast lounge with a new guest. We have Z from the Art of Manufacturing. That's your show. So. Let's talk about manufacturing. Yeah, what do you talk about on your shows? It's interesting. All right, so... How did you come up with it? Okay, so everyone fancies themselves an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur, right? Yeah, sure. But we always hear about entrepreneurs that are making digital stuff. Yeah. Stuff that doesn't always matter, right? Okay. But think about, like, T-shirts and clothing and aerospace and spaceships and food and all this stuff. And things. That notebook guy. Everybody, everything. Like, I think about that, yeah. Like, the stuff that we... Those are the real entrepreneurs. Yeah. Those are the people that I talk to. So we make stuff digitally. You're talking to us anyway. We appreciate that. No, it's okay, but we... We digital makers also get all the things, right? Sure, sure. I grow fruit. That's something. That's good. I don't really make it, but I water it, and then it I comes actually, out. I interviewed a guy who, he, his name's Eric Elstad. He has a company called Local Roots, and they create these uh, urban farms in shipping containers. Each shipping container has the equivalent of four to five acres worth of land. Whoa. Like shelves and stuff? Yeah, and they have very, very high efficiency lighting that's only giving out the... Um, the, the light and the wavelengths that the plants care about. Wow. So it's like 50% of the energy that normally they normally need and only 3% of the water that normal farm needs. So that's one example of that's awesome. a manufacturing. So how okay. do you find these people? Ah, I'm good at finding people. <laughs> that's the thing. So, I, so I'm so i an entrepreneur. So you meet um, other entrepreneurs? That you're well, yeah, and, I, and I've actually, I was an entrepreneur in residence for the mayor here in L.A. Oh, wow. And I, I specifically focused on manufacturing because most people don't realize that L.A. is the largest manufacturing center in the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. 
Makes sense because we're right by the big ports and all exactly. that stuff. And exactly. Forty-three percent of all port traffic in the country yeah. comes through LA. Yeah. So, I just uh, read about that. Yeah. So it's like really, it's a really important industry, and people don't think about it a lot, right? So that's so through the work that I was doing, I met all these amazing people, and I said, I want to tell their stories. I love to tell people stories. That's how it came about. That's cool. So what do you? So what is your entrepreneurial? Business. Oh, so I used to be an entrepreneur in tech. Uh, so I've had tech startups oh, gotcha. I've been involved in. Uh, and then I started two different university innovation centers where I was wow. helping faculty start uh, okay. Um I actually helped create the first ever TEDx. Really? Um, so I love helping people tell their stories. And then uh, now I'm doing a nonprofit. So it's called Make It in LA. And this, uh, my art of manufacturing, the, the art of manufacturing podcast is part of Make It. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. If you go to makeitinla.org slash listen, you can hear the podcast. Very exciting. Very, very cool. And is this your first podcast or are you here? It is. It How is. are you liking it so far? All these nerds here. I love yeah, it. That's right. High <laughs> concentration here. I love nerds. Now you said you wanted to hear some about us. What's yes. your question you want to ask well, us? So you guys were like, you're on Ukaipa. My best one of my best friends is at Ukaipa. It's definitely an interesting place. Like, where did, how did you guys end up there? And how did you meet each other? Well, I oh. made him come out there. Well, how do we meet we each met other? We in college. Yeah. Right. First day, my first, he was a year ahead of me, but on my first day of college, my, this is a pretty funny story. So you um, like hitting on the older guys? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was only one year older, so you know. Um, so, I, I got a, um, I, I got a, I got stuck in a triple with a dude that sold Amway and went to bed at 8 p.m. so he could get up at 6 in the morning to watch cartoons. Oh and we were like, this is the first day of college, first weekend of college. We're ready to like, cause my other roommate was super cool. And like, so we're like, is this dude for real? And then he turns off the lights and he's like, quiet time. That quiet time. So I had two roommates too, and one of them, she would party all night and get in at like three or four in the morning. And then my other roommate was a grow crew and she'd wake up at five in the morning. And I, I grew up an only child, so I was not used to the noise. So it was not a good combination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my roommate and I, my one, my cool roommate and I, we just like, I guess we have to leave our room because it's 8 p.m. and we're not going to bed on a Friday. Um, and we just got to college. And for me, this was the first time I had been away because my, my, my other roommate was older and they actually forced him to live in the dorm because they wouldn't let him live off campus. Because huh. this was like a Christian school where they wanted uh, to, okay. everybody to live on campus for your freshman year. Like um, control you. Yeah, right. basically. And so, but for me, I'm like, I am free. Like, I don't have any, this is, I'm 18, my mom is gone. Like, I thought it was going to be like, this is going to be, you know, college. And then my roommate turns off the lights and tells me to turn off my stereo. And so we go out into the lobby and we see a dude with like 12 girls (laughs) watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And he's like, hey, what you guys new here? And it was Phil with all his ladies. Well, Matt Moss was there too. Oh, yeah. You right, had some of that Phil was quite the ladies' man in college. I don't know. I can that. see why. Yeah. And well, once I got married, that's when the pounds came on. You know, <laughs> believe it or not, if you picture twenty years ago, it was a little different. But um, you know, but yeah, and and so I'm like, well, this guy seems cool and nice, and they're watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and then from there, then he's like, oh, we're going to the Dollar Theater tomorrow, and um, the Dollar like, Theater. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, we had a Dollar Theater. That, that was like our. Show? No, no. 
<laughs> no, just where they show old movies for a buck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so Phil is a very frugal person, and I That's was how very, much I was willing to spend on a movie. And I was very poor too. Like I was on scholarships, and and we were in the poor dorm that had no air conditioning, and Ooh. and like so. Where was this? This was at Biola University in Montana. Okay. Like a little bit south down the five yep. there, and um and then we just how, became, how did that work out for you? college degree. I didn't finish there. Oh. I ended up finishing elsewhere to get my bachelor's and I don't use it. So <laughs> but at least I could but saying I have a bachelor's has been important at least to get employed. But I don't know. It's, kind of, it's a racket, isn't it? It is a racket. We were just we did a thing once on our podcast where we calculated because we just did some rough math. Like we're like we paid this much. There were this many students you times the students times the tuition. We're like, where is all that money? That's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it doesn't really add up. And, you, and you're a podcaster now. Yeah. That's right. Which is exactly what I want. See, I was a radio, television, film major. Oh. So it's not that far oh, off, right? right? Yeah. And it was cool because yeah. these guys were all film majors and doing cool stuff. They get all the chicks. Don't yeah. <laughs> and then we we also Phil was um, a one of the people that worked at the radio station, so he got me in there. And then we did radio Which was shows. a really cool thing 20 years ago. Yeah. I don't know about now. College but, radio know. was big. We also used the recording studio to record. Like, we all, we found out about our mutual interest in music and started recording stuff. We have a band. Nice. What do you play? I don't play any. I, well, we do um, electronic. Play well, we right. do electronic stuff actually on our Nintendo 3DS. All created on Nintendo uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I um, band too. Many bands. Really? Yeah. What bands? Um, so. In uh, high school, I was in a heavy metal band. Nice. Yeah. My dream was to singer? play distributor. No. See, everyone always thinks the woman is a singer. Bass? Like bass, yes. That's I was cool. going to say singer bass. Rhythm. It's one of those. We got the rhythm. Was what was it called? Um, Make Soft. <laughs> <laughs> Not a very good name. So what was your first band called? My first band was called Bare Feet. So I think oh, yours I was better that. than mine. Okay. And we played Barefoot. Oh, okay. And their video is their bare feet. It's the silliest <laughs> video you've ever seen. Which, no. it's funny that in that video, like, multiple people went on to much so bigger music. music careers, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from my living room. You, saw, so. you had an eye for talent. I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in college, I was in Bucket O' Lunch. Bucket O' Lunch? We, Where'd we you go to college? MIT. Okay, we wow. the Battle of the Bands. Nice. We we had some stiff competition. What was the so there was like because I can think MIT isn't like it's like a bunch of like hardcore like really but I guess you guys got to let loose right musicians yeah really good and the awesome thing is that you very talented scientists musicians well yeah but they don't have this like assumption they don't have this. they don't want to make it in music, right? Yeah. So it's like they're they're it's, good, it's but they don't chill. have this crazy idea that they're gonna, you know, hmm. like it's all yeah. about you know making it big. So we did have actually, so I was in a, a, several other bands. One of them was this nine piece funk band called The Nasty, and we had <laughs> many people from Berkeley School of Music, and that was oh cool. yeah, wow. that's yeah. right there. So, okay. That was fun. That pushed my uh, comfort zone playing like slap bass in a right. nine piece <laughs> uh, funk band, but uh, it was fun. Yeah. Nice. Why bucket a lunch? I gotta ask. Not for Monty Python, is it? No, <laughs> I just I don't. The logo was kind of cool. It's like this little yellow pail and. Okay. My first band was called Scooby Doo Snack Pack. Oh, nice! And we had they were a ska band. <laughs> we were a ska like band, the dogs. and the well, because the reason why we were called that is because we went to the Warner Brothers store when they were closing, 
and they had like shirts on sale, and the ones that would fit us were the Scooby Doo ones. So we had these Scooby Doo. They were like collared polo shirts with Scooby Doo on them, and I wore that shirt until the Scooby Doo logo like wore off. I love that shirt. It was well, my that, favorite so shirt. So you say shirts like. Literally, we sold way more T-shirts than cassette tapes. Cassette tapes. Oh yeah, cassette right. Tapes then, right. Right. We sold a lot more T-shirts than <laughs> the, the tapes. That's cool, though. I mean, well, we were popular. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Nice. So, and you don't do you play anything now? Like, are you in in music? I was just thinking how I really miss playing on stage, playing bass. It was a lot of fun. I just went to. Uh, See the uh, shit. What was the, uh, the show? The Balkan Beatbox. You know those guys? No. Oh my god, they're awesome. They're like this weird mix of uh, klezmer, kind of a little reggae, bit of like really mech. They're from Brooklyn, I think. Wow. And uh, they're just playing at the Troubadour, which is where I always had a dream to play. And you know what? Irony, ironically, like now I could actually buy out the Troubadour and go and play. <laughs> I probably should do that. You should just that do was, it. That was Happy, why dream. not? Yes. I, I, yeah, that was We've seen some good shows there. Good shows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's hard getting out to L.A. Kaipa <coughs> for shows anymore. Yeah, we were just telling, for so. us, like, L.A. is like a mirage. Like, people think, like, oh, you must go out there all the time. But it's like, no, because yeah. the traffic is horrible. You can't yeah. find a place to park. It's like a whole thing. Like You can find a place to park. Well, by the time there. we get here. Well, that is true. <laughs> very cheap, cheap. Very cheap. Cheap, cheap. I'm so ch- When I was in college. Oh, dude, yeah, that's like, that's the story that's on this record is because Phil refused to play for, for parking, one of the first times we ever hung out, we were going to a show in Huntington Beach and we parked way out, like far away and then we couldn't find the car at night. <laughs> we were like two miles out. And that's out, kind of how we bonded was like, Phil witnessed, because I have a tendency to have crazy panic attacks, Yeah. and Phil witnessed me completely have a freak out, and he didn't uh, just turn the other yeah. way. So, do you play Pokemon Go? A little bit. This so guy is way into it. you can turn on your Pokemon Go, and then you can This was in 1998. Uh, okay. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But now, you Pre- can now. Oh, Pokemon, yeah. hack some eggs, whatever, while you're looking for your car. This true. was me, like, See, we're gonna die. Because <laughs> I'd also true. never been to Huntington Beach, and like... I was like, it's fine. This is the first time I call it, we call it Brendo whispering. He's Brendo. You know, talk him down off the ledge. It's going to be cool. We'll find the car. I had no idea where it was. I do get, I, I don't know, I guess I have some anxiety issues. Well, then Phil witnessed Xanax. me have a complete, oh yeah, Xanax. I'm all about those drugs, yeah. Um, and then Phil witnessed me have a complete meltdown during final, my first finals week meltdown. Yeah. He talked me down from that. So I was like, I'm going to fail out of college. I might as well just like, it's over. It's over. My life is over. This was like first semester freshman year finals. See, it all worked out, didn't it? That's right. Yeah. All worked out. Now you're a podcaster. Yeah. You're a podcaster. So we hit, we had our dream yeah. come true. Yeah. Sweet. Z is very nice yeah. talking to Thanks you. Yeah, for chatting. And, and we'll definitely have to check it. out your show. And I want to start making something so yeah, I can come I on your like, show. Yeah, I know. Kind of inspiring. Things. I never told you about the t- this Oh, yeah. Tell us the t-shirt, t-shirt story. Okay. So... Last night, 4.30, one of my fellow podcasters posted on, on our L.A. podcasters group, right? Yeah. I'll be there with my T-shirt. And I was like, I need a T-shirt, too. So I figured if anyone could get something made in L.A., I should be able to do that. Sure. Yeah, so you're I the t- manufacturing. Yeah. Lady. So I texted this friend of mine at Church of Merch. I said, hey, Jeremy, what would it take to get Church a T-shirt? Church of Merch. I like Church that. Church of Merch. Church of Merch. What would it take to get a T-shirt made by noon tomorrow? He's like, send me the artwork. I'm like, all right. So I did. Well, morning, turns out, you know... We're out of the ladies' team. Uh, and then we have a men's t-shirt, but it's like large. It's, you know, I'm not really what I want. It's like, oh, shit. Well, I just interviewed 
Actually, I don't know if I should say this, but I, I just interviewed. It's coming out next week. All right. Breaking yeah. news. I know, I know. <laughs> so you remember the whole story about American Apparel and the mm. CEO of American Apparel, Dove Charney. So, okay. yeah, yeah. so I texted Oh, wow. Him. I was like, I need a T-shirt. How, where do I get a T-shirt? He has a new company. So he's about to launch his new company. So uh, he's like, come on down. Actually, it was his partner. So I was like, come on down. So I walk up, and there was Dove walking down. He's like, Z, what are you doing here? Like, I'm here to get a T-shirt. A shirt. It's like, come on in. We'll hook you up. So he's like, all right, we had these extras. Here, here, take a couple extras. Are so you just t-shirt. doing the silk screening right there? Or? No, no. I took it to Church of Merch, and they're like, oh, okay. they put it right through the sublimation thing, and boom, I got my t-shirt. That's so here awesome. Here I am. I got my Art of Manufacturing, manufacturing Podcast t-shirt. Nice. I like your logo. <laughs> Did you design that you. yourself? No, I had a friend. Uh, a friend I guess friend. you know a lot of people, so you I can outsource of, all this stuff. I know anyone that you need to know. Man, <laughs> good to know. I'm keeping this good, I know. This is going to be a very important one here. This is the joy and the amazing thing about LA is you can have anything made. It's true. It's an awesome place. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. So the so, website yeah. is makeitinla.org slash listen slash if you want to actually listen to it on iTunes. Sweet. Cool entrepreneurs good. doing crazy things and having lots of challenges. And well, when I make something, I'm going to call you and ask to be on your show. So awesome. we'll see how that goes. All right. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Great talking Sweet. to you. Yeah. Thank so, you very much. All right, so we are here back, day two, LA Podcast Festival. Phil, how you feeling? Much better. Just uh, hit the restroom. All right. I know everyone wants to know that. Well, they always want to know do. our bathroom. Well, I gotta keep them up to date, you know. Yeah. Keeping hydrated. Now right. it's important. So we are here with Cody and Paul from the Screen Watchers Guild. Yes, indeed. Yes. And we just had a rousing conversation. Phil found somebody that agrees with him about Indiana Jones. That's right. Oh, man. I mean, we're, we're like, you know, long lost brothers. That's right. Sure. You know? And someone else who vehemently disagrees. It's <laughs> <laughs> totally so really a wash. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about possibly switching. Podcast co-host. Yeah, you know, we just understand. Yeah, it's more compatible. That's right. That's right. So how this this is? You guys have done multiple pod fests. Well, this is his first year. Okay. Uh, okay. I've done four in a row so far. I only okay. missed the first year, and my completest OCD is like, I damn it, I missed that first year, and I can't, year, and I can't go back. Yeah. Man, but, yeah, four years in a row. That's yes. cool. And you guys are all the way down from San Jose. San Jose. Right? You come right. down every. You come down every year. Yep. For four years. Yeah. So, how are you feeling at this year so far? Uh, so far, it's running pretty smoothly. I want to say it's even, might even be running smooth, more smooth than last year. Yeah. Um, it's hard to gauge because we're just starting Saturday. Right. And I feel like that this today's the most people are going to come. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see as the day goes on how much more packed it gets. Friday was a little lighter, but there was still a decent amount of people. Yeah. Good time. Yeah, we had a good time. Here, I mean, recorded some stuff. Now you guys are staying here at the hotel, yes, which is so jealous. Cool. That's pretty highlights. sweet. We That's we're fancy as my butt. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. We're, we're staying in the Roadway Inn in Linwood. Yeah, what's straight, straight out of Linwood? Straight out of Linwood. Out of Linwood. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, though, the sign when we drove into town said Linwoo. So I, you know, I felt, I felt better about that. Oh, okay. Really, very small bed that we are sharing. I mean, it says queen, but I'm I'm gonna go I'm like. Gonna, like a large full. I mean, that's my guess. And we're two full dudes, so it was a little tight. A little tight. 
But it's okay. It's, fine. it's okay. We're only there for like seven hours yeah. a night. That's all right. Just yeah. enough to watch a little Judge Judy before we go to sleep, and we're good. So. Yeah. Hotel TV, because we don't, neither of us have cable, so Hotel TV is always our only chance yeah. to watch like cable TV. It's the best. It's so funny because you watch things on Hotel TV that never. you never would watch at home. Yeah. My, my Hotel TV thing is uh, Naked and Afraid. Oh, yeah. That's, that's so random. I never will watch that at home, but for some reason, I'm in a hotel, I'll watch five hours straight of that. Mine is, oh, lock, yeah. mine is lock up. The yes. prison show. We watch Monsters. Ours used to be Storage Wars, but it's like not on anymore no. in the way it was. You used to, you, it would be on A&E 24-7. Now, nowhere to be found. Now it's they're trying house, to be more dignified. It's like those yeah. house flipping shows and like all yeah. that stuff. I'm not cool with that because Phil and I will attest, we love shows where it's Pricing things and finding yeah. out how much if stuff. You is tell me how much old junk is worth. I will watch it over and over again. <laughs> well, I can't tell you, but I got a friend that will come in. I'll watch that. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Last night we had Antiques Roadshow. Nice. Yeah. And there was a lady that had these like ratty looking dolls that were thirty thousand dollar for the dolls. Nuts. That's the gateway show to all the other yeah. stuff. Well, that's kind shows. of the show that started all of that because yeah. that's been on forever. Yeah. And then people were like, "This is really taking off." I just Price remember watching that at home. My parents, my parents watched that for about a two year period. They were just obsessed, and every time it was the same conversation. <laughs> you know, I've got this. We can make like seven thousand bucks. We can make like fifty thousand dollars. Okay, you want to go through the garage? Nah, I don't got time. I understand. You don't. It's a whole Saturday. I don't. It's great. My garage has not had a car parked in it in quite some time yeah. now. It's it's how garages go, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a gold mine there, but it's yeah, is it worth the effort? I don't know. So, um, you guys are uh, your podcast is it's a a movie screen watchers guild. Yes, right? yes. We review movies. We do interviews, uh, movie discussion, all that sort of stuff. And if you look it up, uh, thescreenwatchersguild.com, uh, because screenwatchersguild.com is being auto paid by someone. There's nothing on it. Uh, and that's infuriating me. I yeah, thanks, own, I know oh, they're the word. I used to own RadioRendoMan.com, and I was stupid and let it lapse when I stopped doing the show for a little bit. And now they want like sixteen hundred dollars for it. It's some domain squatter poacher that's auto that's guy. So now we're RadioBrendo. So now we're RadioBrendo.com and. Whatever, it's I, fine. It's fine, but it's also annoying because I'm like, it's fine, but it's not fine. Yeah, yeah. but I, don't, I mean, people don't type in an entire URL anymore anyway. Like that's not yeah. as big of a thing, I don't think. Exactly. Not, but whatever. I don't think a lot Jerks. of people go to podcast websites. Yeah, probably not. I think most of the time I just go right on my pot like podcast yeah, addict, whatever app, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah. yeah. You guys on Stitcher? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, good, uh, good one too. We just signed up for uh, Satchel, the yeah. IMDb. That yeah. seems really cool. Especially, we live in a very small town out in the boondocks. I think we're going to be the only show on there. Nice. We're going to rule you, Kaipo. That's right. So, Those would be nice to find, yeah, for us. I mean, San Jose is kind of a hotbed. Right. There's a lot of stuff going on, and I feel like we don't know a lot of the stuff going on. Like, we find out, like, oh, hey, wait, you're from San Jose, yeah. too? Like, right. I think that's why this app is pretty cool, is yes. that you'll be able to kind of find other shows. And Sponsored by oh. Satchel.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, we had Graham, Graham Elwood on last night, and that's, like, right away, he was like, 
all about that satchel, and I'm like, Graham, how much are they paying you? <laughs> hey, Graham's a, a hell of a Graham's promo a great, man. That's right. Hell of a promo man. Love that guy. He's great. All right, so can I break the big news that we oh, discovered? Oh, we, we do have to break this news. I, I said we were going to do it on your show. It probably won't lose your listeners any sleep by not having heard this. But uh, as we're driving here this morning, I had this revelation that... There is no scientific word for boogers. Boogers is the highest level of word that you can use for dried mucus in your nose. There is no other word. I Googled it. There is no medical term for boogers. If you're talking poo, there's feces. Pee is urine. There is no medical... You cannot get high. You can't get classier than boogers. If you want to discuss that with your doctor, he's going to have to call it a booger. Wow. I think this is deep. What do you think? Uh, this is. This opens a whole new world. Yeah. I mean, it's huge, right? Oh my God. And now, and now it's like you know, you got kids yelling boogers all over. Oh, don't say that. Say no, no. no that's it. Because you, you tell them the right. Well, yeah. This is well, here's, here's how we got on it. Okay, so um, we were talking about Disney. We used to watch a lot, of, a lot of Disney Channel. <laughs> we used to lot of watch, watch a ton of Disney Channel as a kid, and they would show Honey I Shrunk the Kids. And there's a part where the kid says, we're the size of boogers. But for whatever reason, on Disney Channel, they felt the need to censor it and say, we're the size of bugs. And I always thought that was dumb. Like, cause boogers. And then we started talking about like, the wait, word what, what else would you say? There is no higher yeah. word that you can use. Boogers. Yeah, yeah. you have to. Yeah. It's just I know. No, it's crazy, right? You, you didn't yeah. miss out on so anything on your at show. At the hospital, you guys when, you, when the doctor's weird. like, you have a lot of boogers, he like, like, cause that, what else is he gonna say? There's yeah. nothing else to say. There's a lot of dry <laughs> mucus. You do something about your boogers. They're not saying dry mucus. No. <laughs> They'd be saying, what the hell are you talking about? Well, cause there could be dry mucus dripping out right. on your face. That doesn't specify the lumps that are on your nose. The term. That's amazing. They, they censored that. Cause I remember watching like Nickelodeon as a kid and, I remember like Ren and Stimpy getting away with saying hell. Oh like, yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. Ren saying what the well, hell. John K got away with yeah, all yeah, the things. And then yeah. Rocco's Modern Life also. Oh, there's yeah. some super adult and now, stuff. And now they're replaying them all the time. I'm, I you know I, I catch it late at night as I'm going to bed, and I, there's an episode where they're like camping, and they censored it now. But like Rocco goes to grab like what he thinks are like berries. Oh, somebody yeah. screams, and it's totally. They're bald. Right. Yeah, they're bald. Like, yeah. I watched this as a child, not just right over my head. Yeah, so sure. much of that goes over your head. Like, yeah. you watch stuff with your kids now where you're probably like, whoa. Yeah, there's a couple times when I'm like, you know, we're going to wait a little yeah. bit on this <laughs> like, one. And then he had to do it in Adventure Time, one of those ones where you kinda... Well, yeah, that definitely. Rin and Stimpy, too. Like, I would revisit that and I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I didn't start watching that until I was in junior high. My parents so. would let me watch The Simpsons, would not let me watch Rin and Stimpy. I watched Rin and Stimpy when I was like, Eight, nine. Like I was watching it way too young. See, I was like, when it came out. I'm a little older, so yeah. when it came out, I was in junior high. It was like right targeting there, you know. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's a different world. We live in a very sanitized world in a lot of ways. I don't know. I think my kids will live though. They're they're getting exposed. We watch we watch the tick together, so you know they're doing all. Not the new tick though. No, 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 not the new tick. The Amazon one, right? It's really dark, but I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. Like Maybe like I was rough on it in the beginning, but by the end, I was like, I want more. I need to I, see more. I want to see more, okay. but it's John Claude Van Johnson. Now that. 
that's the show. Oh, dude. He's, cause imagine, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and you find out that this whole time, he's also been a secret CIA agent, and his move, his acting career is his cover, and he's got one last mission. Oh, it's, it's awesome. That's it's great. It takes JCVD. Have you guys ever seen JCVD? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's amazing too, but it kind of takes it to the next, level of like meta insanity and there's also a lot of time cop jokes which is awesome I just love that he has such a great sense of humor about all that stuff revelation over the last few years with JCPD and the, yeah. that commercial he did oh yeah the commercial uh, which is maybe I, I'll go to my deathbed that might be the greatest commercial I've ever seen uh, yeah that's really shocking because yeah. a lot of those guys not a lot of sense of humor no. about that stuff no. And he's great. Now you guys talk movies on your show. Have you guys seen Blair Witch yet? No. We have yet to see okay. it. I, and I'm a super scaredy cat, and we I've, went I've, just to yeah. watch me freak out. I've heard, I freaked out the whole time. I've heard bad things, which uh, bugs me because it's Adam Weingart. Yeah. And I love Adam Weingart. the guest. I really liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah. You know my taste, so you take that with a grain of salt. You know? <laughs> but I thought it, it took the first one and then it went that extra step that you wanted the first one to go and I but not in a completely obvious annoying dumb way yeah like it wasn't just like here's the witch like but I I mean but the way it did reveal things that you wanted to see in the first one I thought it was good I thought it was clever enough I mean there's some of it where because it is like this is a GPS drone they have a drone like because it's things that we have now that obviously if you're going in the woods they're going to have and I thought they used that pretty well and for me I'm a giant I don't watch scary movies anymore I live alone so it kind of that ruins scary movies for me I like like, to see him with them because I like to see him freak out like I watched Paranormal Activity 1 in my house in broad daylight Still slept with the lights on for like a week. Really? Those ones don't freak me out. I think for uh, me it's just, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's in your, it's so like, for me it's, out of all horror movies, like, that there's two movies for me that are, because for me it gets freaky when it's even remotely plausible, and I'm like, this is somebody's house, when it's like in their bedroom, and then you're in bed just sitting there asleep, and especially since I'm by myself, and I'm just thinking like, what if I wake up and there's like somebody standing over my bed, or like, what is this, I'm like, what is this, and I was like, oh. And then the other one for me that I find terrifying that I don't think a lot of other people do. I the purge like really just the whole concept of the purge to me is terrifying. I do, I love and those movies. I love they're, they're so <laughs> insane. Yeah. They're so insane. And I love that they just keep upping the ante as oh, they yeah. make more money. And I'm like, I can't wait for like the hundred million dollar purge movie. Yeah. <laughs> like oh my god, just World War Purge. Yeah. Like, that would be a World War Purge. There, there we go. I just one house. Blumhouse, come on. That's it. Give me my million. Uh, did you guys see Sully? Yes. yes Thoughts on Sully? Uh, I dug it. That was good. All right. Yeah. I liked it too. I, I think uh, I think you might have liked it more than me, Paul. But uh, just slightly. Just slightly. I, I just appreciated the humor in it. I thought it was... That was the biggest thing that yeah, I liked. Yeah. He, he had a problem with some of the scenes, but I, I liked how... Many like dad jokey moments that were in that movie. Yeah, like, you are the king of dad jokes. You didn't tell me about end. that part of the fact that the movie ends on that well, note. Yeah. It ends is like so. I I was like yes. It, yes. I, w- I wanted them 
the, the have you guys seen the movie? Yet? I, I have. Okay. He has it. Yeah. So you know that final moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says that joke, and I don't want to reveal it because it's so funny yeah. that it's like, this is how it's going to end? Oh my god, it's ending. It's the end of it. Like, I wish the only thing that would have made it better is that they freeze framed it and then just started rolling the credits right oh, there. Totally. Like, he had like, <laughs> totally. the or totally. something. Yeah. I was just so excited that it was a Clint Eastwood movie that actually had levity throughout the movie. Yeah. It would act- I, mean, I, was, I was like, oh. Especially considering the subject matter, it could have oh, yeah. not been, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking like Million Dollar Baby, and I'm like, okay, when's the Robert Sullivan's gonna break his neck. Like, I'm just waiting for like a scene. I thought, I mean, Tom Hanks, of course, is extremely watchable. He, he can do yeah. anything. I was really impressed with Aaron Eckhart in that movie. I like Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, I'm yeah. always an Aaron Eckhart fan. I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's great. Thank you for smoking. Yeah. Really good. Um, but for me, that was my, you guys know the Atmos Theater, like the, you know, the yeah. big. Blah blah blah. The sound, yeah. the speakers oh, on the ceiling. Oh, that's just incredible. That was my introduction to it, and that's for like, like one three fourths of that movie oh, yeah. is in like a boardroom. Like that's not a that's great thing to have speakers over. But your head. that plane scene must have been great. That part was great, and the rest yeah. of it, I'm like, oh, I'm well, glad I, I paid a premium for this. Because I saw Suicide Squad in that theater. I'm like, it's amazing. There's sound coming everywhere. It's yeah. So yeah. And then just the just the Atmos intro, and it's one of those. It's like I haven't seen anything like that since the THX intro. Everyone's yeah. like, the face melting. Yeah. And I got to hear people like chatting and talking. <laughs> Some argument from like oh, yeah. the speaker over there. It was great safety meetings. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Uh, yeah. Him walking along yeah. and looking at the Hilton. Him having a heavily measured conversation with his wife at yes. night. Yeah, yeah. Cool. intense. <laughs> gotta gotta get your surround sound for that one. You really felt like Laura Linney was right next to you talking. I, about I did. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> that like you know five years ago or however many years ago phone that was like just perfectly. I mean. It's got to have been an easy movie to make, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, minus the, like, couple of special well, effects this is, this is Clint Eastwood we're talking about. This is a man who, like... One take Clint. Yeah. Like, we're going to be on can set for imagine? seven to eight hours today, just, and then we're done. Yeah. I can... I just... Like, he's just one of those guys where I, I don't think anybody would ever have the balls to ask Clint for another take. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we have him over what here. Uh, we have Clint over here. He's sitting right at this... Sorry, I did that joke on our do podcast. It. I'll do it again. Until the end of time. It's good. Empty chair, if you're not, for those yeah. not catching on. Yeah, there's no one there. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no one would have the guts to say anything. And, I mean, he kind of, he's kind of earned that, though, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Well, hey, we're, we're wishing you good guests today, and we're hoping good guests, yeah, and let's get out there, let's do it, let's do some podcasting. Where can we find you on the web? I think we already said, but let's... One more time. Cody, since you always do it on our podcast, please plug away. Like us on Facebook. Go follow us on Twitter at SWG Podcast. You can also follow me at Cody Pasby. You can follow Paul at the Paul Ponte. You can go to our website, thescreenwatchersguild.com. What am I missing? Oh, Pod Tyrant. Go find us at podtyrant.com. That's our network. So wait. Nice. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys. talking to you. So thank you again. And we will catch you listeners Later on in the pod fest, as it continues, who knows what's going to happen? Let's get drunk. All right. <laughs> here we go. All right. All right. So we are here at PodFest with... Get in here, goddammit. TJ Miller. TJ Miller. And Cash Levy. Levy. Cash Levy. 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 That's all right. Of Cash yeah, I'm Levy. about to levy a very taxing <laughs> comment on you, and that is it's pronounced Levy. Levy. What kind of cargo you got in those shorts? Oh, I got my... <laughs> uh, show wallet. me? I normally show you what, hey, my, I, buddy, I'm asking you want to show right. me what you got in there? I got the wallet. Okay. Sriracha, I normally have sure. my 3DS. Confusing. 3DS, what is yeah. that? 
It's my Nintendo. Yeah, you can stop there. Device. All right, and then what's in the other cargo? Do you, do you iron your cargo? Normally, my phone no. goes here. That's your phone. Okay, I Every like that. Every pocket is utilized, TJ. Shh. I like that because I I see a lot of people walking around with cargo shorts, cargo pants. They don't have cargo in it. That's a waste of fabric. We have cargo. There are Chinese children who can't carry things in their pants because Americans are using fabric for cargo shorts with no cargo in them. I apologize. Continue. We are cargo. Phil actually started this because show the man your wallet. Well, shit, his name's Phil. I mean, he's not going to have empty. Show the man your wallet, Phil. I want everybody to look at this wallet. Sitting on that. What the fuck is this? That should never happen. Look at that. Look at that. I'm not sitting on it. Because he didn't oh, want to sit right. on this wallet. Why did you, why did that happen? Why? Look yeah, that. Phil. No, it became a joke because you once. Yeah, you got it. Your fucking. It's got a, yeah, from 1922. <laughs> you bought this at a fucking Etsy auction I, I, for eBay I items. This is my 14th birthday. I'll have you know. Wow, it's a well that's it's a sentimental wallet. That's the sign of a man that gets his dick sucked. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see. Okay, hey, go he's ahead. a married man. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, yeah, I, I would hope so. And you're a married. If just, he walks down the street with that wallet, <laughs> he won't be able to make it across the intersection. Says so many women. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Absolutely. So you guys having a good time at Podfest? Not really. It's- <laughs> Not now. Really? You know, yeah, I mean, this interview is is where. What is your show about? I want to hear about this. This, this, this is, is it. This is yeah. the show. We right We're two best friends. We talk about whatever. Talk we talk about, about you guys. Talk about, yeah. you guys. talk about movies. Talk about... We talk about Marmaduke. Marmaduke, yeah. Big fans of Marmaduke. Yeah. <laughs> that's From pretty broad. In the pretty uh, That's either a reference to my part in the short-lived ABC sitcom Carpoolers or... You're very excited about a very vintage uh, comic strip. Hey, there's some weird shit going on in Marmaduke if you get below the surface of just, it's a big dog. There is. That's true. I was going to talk about this on our show, but the Clifford... The Clifford situation. The Clifford (laughs) situation. An unauthorized autobiography. Of cash levy. Yeah. The Clifford situation. Tell us Clifford about the situation. Clifford situation. And what is the Clifford situation? The situation is we read Clifford. Shh. 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 You know what? Why don't you shut the fuck up out there? You ever heard of the pod lab? Me neither. Close it off, sister. Don't wear flannel indoors, you fucking crazy maniac. That bitch. Jesus God. I'm, I'm reading my son. I'm reading my son the, the story uh, Clifford, right? In right. the back of the book, it's author's note, and the author says, "I like to think people love Clifford because uh, Clifford makes mistakes, and we all do as human, and that's what people love about Clifford." Now, I understand you're trying to make yourself feel good as an author, but people love Clifford because he's a big red dog. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody's like, nobody's like going, you know. I, that, you, may, you know that dog that makes me feel more human? Because I make mistakes once in a while and he's just like us? That's why I love that children's story. No, if Clifford was a regular dog, no one would fucking read Clifford. No, so it made me very angry. Well, and it shows also, how everybody thinks that their art is more profound than it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. You drew a the, big red dog. Except for Yogi Bear 3D, but I, I agree with that in, in part and also because... You know, I think what the, the you know the big problem is is that author 
who considers himself a great author, said, you know, Clifford the dog makes mistakes, and all yeah. humans make mistakes. So that's why people love Clifford. Hey, here's the deal. Clifford making mistakes, is he's not a human. What the fuck is that guy talking about? <laughs> he's like, we all like Clifford because he's as human as any of us. He's not. Yeah. He's a dog. He's a dog. Not only is he a dog, he's an incredibly large dog. He's a large dog. That's why people love him. Yeah. It's that, and that is the Clifford situation. That's the Clifford, Clifford situation. situation. I like it. Yeah. So all you're right. going to stop reading your kid, Clifford, because you oh, don't want to create this? Not at all. I'm just going to send hate mail to the author. <laughs> We're going to hit him up at his post office box and tell him what he's doing. Yeah, maybe incorrectly. you should switch over to Marmaduke. Give it a try. See, I don't know anything about Marmaduke, and that's why I switched the topic to Clifford. Oh, that was right. Well, now here... Who, that's how I do things. Who here can explain why Fred Bassett, okay, the, the dog comic strip, Fred Bassett, who here can explain why that exists? Because Marmaduke was making big bucks and he needed to get in on that from, sweet Marmaduke But cash. Fred Bassett, all right, this is, and then, you know, we, Cash and I have, we, we tutor kids, uh, on, on, uh, Saturdays. We, we tutor did. kids, we uh, them to their we, te- we teach them how to tutor. We left uh, a large group of kids to their own devices just to do these podcasts. So. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, so, and, and I know... aren't stable kids. Uh, some of them have guns great. and... Ken Barnard, I mean, we gave him the guns, but we... Yeah. God, we told him not to use them. Comics. We were supposed to teach them to use them, and we've yet to do that. So we're a little concerned right We're now. a little concerned. Now, this is... There's a great comedian, Ken Barnard, who sort of used to read Fred Bassett's stuff. What's the difference between this and mutts? It looks a lot like mutts. Look, uh. This is fascinating podcasting. <laughs> Don't you think? You know what's interesting is we're not gonna get to your podcast. So the, so the only interaction you'll ever have recorded with us. You don't have a podcast? I do. I don't, didn't bring my equipment. Oh, you didn't bring your equipment? Oh, it must be a great podcast. Alright. It's a word of mouth. It's a, it's a, it's a live podcast. It's more, she does it. And then she kind of travels around to the different places without equipment and just sort of listens and criticizes. I think that's, you know, is that, is that the name of your podcast? Is that the name of your podcast? Critical Without Reason is the name of her fucking podcast. Here's a Fred Bassett cartoon. Fred's in a chair. He hears his owner's masters saying, should we take Fred with us, dear? No, let's leave him here. Next panel. They're about to run. They're outside of the house. Fred's in the window. He says, phew, that was a close run thing. That's not even a sentence. <laughs> that is, you know what I think, though? Perhaps it's the most, you know, authentic version of how dogs think. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we can't understand a fucking word. They, it's lucky we can't communicate with them because he's like, phew, that, that was a close run thing. Like, okay, buddy. Like, what do you say to that? Anyway, Clifford the Big Red Dog is famous because it, the Clifford situation. He's famous because he's he's a uh, you know he he makes people feel more human because no, he's famous. He's a big, he's red, a big red dog, dog. and uh, Marmaduke we find to be obtuse but still within the realm of universality. What about and Howard the Huge? That's just a Marmaduke cash in. That's not even. I don't even know what that is, and, and I don't want to. No, no, no. Don't talk okay, about it again. I won't even mention. Don't it. talk yeah. about Howard the Huge yeah, we again. We don't speak okay. about Howard the Huge. <laughs> He's huge. And Fred Bassett, why? All right, thanks for having us. Thank you, guys. Great having you. Thank you. Thanks. Big hips, uh, no tits, guys.
All right. So that's the end of this episode for Tuesday. Holy crap, Phil. What? This has just been insane. Oh, yeah. We're still at PodFest recording these because tomorrow... I'm, I'm not get, I'm not staying up late tomorrow night, that's for sure. No, and I got to go to court tomorrow. You've already had your, like, bottoming out. I'm on, like, my fourth second win. Second win, bottom out again, Phil's third win. win. Like, I'm like, ups and downs. Okay. He's he's, Phil's had to explain to some people I'm what's like, going it's on It's okay. He's, he'll, be, he'll be back in a minute. Uh, okay, so we, we interviewed Sam Levine. I don't know if, when that'll be in here, but at yeah. some point, I guess spoiler alert if it's in a later episode, we got to interview Sam Levine, Freaks and Geeks. And you guys all know how much out. we love Freaks and of, Geeks. Of all the people we've talked to, that's definitely the most, like for me, like star power, which might be weird, I guess, outside of our we world. We were just but talking about, like, who cares? Freaks and Geeks, For man. us, that's it. But so... And that's all that matters. During the recording of it, we forgot to get a picture. Everyone was busy. No one got a picture of us we doing were, it. So much stuff was happening. Today and so... Crazy. I'm like, I'm like, dude, we gotta like, he, he was doing a show, we gotta see if we can catch him afterwards. So we're just standing out in the hallway, there's like an empty table, I'm kinda leaning on it, and Brendan's like, why are you just being so intense right now? And I'm like, dude, like, I'm like, just I was, standing here. I don't here. know what was going like, but on. But you're just freaking out. And I'm like, no, I don't think it's me that's freaking out, man. I think, I'm like, just, just, just take a breath. Ah, okay. Ah, ah. And then, then, it, then he calmed down, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's back. And then I met the sheriff from Stranger Things. And then you met the sheriff and then everything's fine. And then we got a picture of Kevin Pollack. And And then then it didn't work, though. And then you were like, "Uh, And uh, then I was freaking uh, out again. And then I looked at my phone again and it popped. My phone is, my camera on my phone. I don't know what's going on. In other words, we got to get you home, man. We got to get home. We got to get, we got to get going. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, This has been an amazing weekend. And hopefully you guys are enjoying all these interviews and stuff. I'm so tired. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's been wild. So we'll be back on Thursday with more, and we're, we've got more than we can even fit this week. So there's going to be a lot of good things coming. All right. Well, thank you guys, and uh, be sure to get out. Go to radiobrendo.com. All that stuff. Click our Amazon. But we're gonna have a ton of Amazon the next time we do Amazon. Oh my gosh, that's good. We got we got Mar- we'll, we we got Marmaduke coming back next week. We talked about plenty of Marmaduke on this. This stuff. week we got enough Marmaduke. And old restless, embrace the Mar, man. <laughs> and I hope you like all the Marmaduke that's coming your way. There, there, there's some Marmaduke there's so coming much. your way. Uh, and what else, Phil? Uh, BenviewNetwork.com. Listen on the Benview Network shows. MBWS. Pod.com and for check my out the show. shows we've been interviewing, man. Check out man. all the like, shows we've been talking about. Support these people. They're all amazing. I I just cannot explain to you enough how so cool everybody has been. We've met some awesome people. I'm sitting across from awesome people. We got Matt from Slayer. Matt Slayer. <laughs> Matt Slayer. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh my Dude, forget this. I'm so no. tired. He wishes. <laughs> I'm so tired, you guys. <laughs> Two eight eight podcast. You, you, you guys still podcasting? We're dude, we never stop oh, podcasting. Cash. I'm still doing this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, never stop. We never no, stop. Never. The laptop to one a.m. We already got a taco, man. We're good. Taco. We're good. These motherfuckers never stop. Cash Levy. They You're got the no. Man. They got no off button. We don't. That's right, dude. No one this can stop. It's been like thirty six hours. Oh yeah. yeah. You guys that use the. The microphone from 1922. It's classy. That's why. Yeah. This was right. a gift from my brother's ex-girlfriend's parents to me, and I must treasure it. So you, yeah, you can't let go of that. I can't. These guys got no off button. button. We don't. <laughs> we do not. You we... can't turn these fuckers off. <laughs> I just said the same thing twice. And going, and going, and going. <laughs>
<laughs> Man, we wouldn't do a podcast if we had an off button. Yeah. That, that's the thing. How long have you guys been doing for? Well, uh, since uh, noon. We got here noon. We got here noon. We got here yeah, noon today. Yesterday. Today. The whole time? Oh, no, Pretty, no, no, no. We're just recording bumpers right now. Uh, we were recording bumpers. Up. We've been going. <laughs> I just fucked up the bumper. <laughs> it's fine. Cash Levy, you're the man. It's all good. Thanks, thank you yeah, so much. Thanks again for your interview. All right. We're going to wrap this week up. Yeah. Well, it's a Tuesday. We'll see you again on Thursday. Until Thursday. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Hey. <laughs> so, for Radio Brendan Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody. is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Keyson. 
And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana the Jones and the, the Temple of Empire. Indiana of the Jones and the Last Crusade. Jurassic Lost Hearts. World. Omicron. Saving Omicron. Private AI. Minority. Artificial Intelligence. The War of the Indiana Jones. Adventures of Sinton. The Sugarland Express. Indiana Jones. Steven Spielberg. Ben on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com.